0: All right. Morning, happy Sunday, and welcome to the seventh consecutive Malaga Drive Hoops Betting Podcast. I am your host, Caleb, joined by the boy, the kid, the hoodie list Sarge on this Sunday morning. I hope everyone is doing well. Uh, Actually, I apologize. I don't think many people were even able to listen. I thought it got posted, bro. I thought it got posted and it didn't. I left it in the draft space like a dumb bitch and I didn't post it to like 345. But uh, if you did end up listening, it, it worked out. It worked out for the most part. So we'll, we'll get through our big recap. Had five plays yesterday. Always a little nervy. When you have five plays, we go through two. Uh, the L first L was Kyle Kuzma over 32 and a half points, rebounds and assists. He finished with 30 uh, shot seven of 18 from the field. So right there, again, when we've talked about it before, when you're going with props, you're going for minutes and usage, kyle kuzma played 36 minutes took 18 shots um and missed 11 of them you know so he gets one rebound and makes one extra shot we're there um i
1: mean he if he played anything but as the worst possible first half he would have easily got there he he had three and i think three rebounds and like four points or something at half or maybe even not even that much it was just a you just couldn't make a single shot in the first half which is really bad variance in the first yeah.
0: half it was a tough first half variance that we had we got the normal second half um, and again finished with 16 12 and two on a with 11 missed shots so um, it's it was the usage in the minutes just sometimes it doesn't work out and, and we keep it rolling uh other l was the Hawks bro I mean I I would have played it again like i I know the Hawks have been super bad but it's like I mean, this this team hasn't won a home game in November. They're mostly healthy. DeAndre Hunter's back. I still like a lot of these players, but for whatever reason, it is just not clicking. Um, and I know Capella's out. I know Bogey was out. But, like, there's still plenty of talent there. That was a one-and-a-half short, short number. You got to get it done. The Hawks are officially off the bet list for me until they prove they're back in, in any – like, in some capacity. Like, it's What just- are they
1: doing with John Collins, man? I, I didn't watch much of the game but the guy played 28 minutes and only took eight shots when there's no capella
0: i mean, I mean he has his lowest usage since his rookie year bro it's it's I don't understand t-
1: what's going on that dude should be taking 20 shots he's the second best player on the floor right now and he's only playing 28 minutes
0: yeah no so so i think what <laughs> happened was look and i get it for last night and i, I still think the shots got to be higher but what happened last night was the Hawks looked awful. They looked awful the first half. Um, they looked ha- awful the second, uh, the first half of the third quarter. And then they brought this unit in of DeLon, Will, Gallo, Onyeka, and I honestly want to say Timothy luwalu Cabarro, And they were killing the Knicks. They cut a, a, like a 17-point lead down to like four. And so I think... Nate McMillan rode them a little bit longer than they would have because the starters were shitting and then he brings the starters back in and then they go get, get waxed again. And it's just like, I don't know what specifically isn't clicking for this group, but it's just not good. And over the course of 48 minutes, they break down just, it's been inevitable at this point. So I don't know about you, but they're off the bet list for me for a while.
1: Yeah, that's what I was about. I think we just stay away until we see a couple wins because it's, I mean, we've gotten them in in two really good spots, right? Six games on the road, struggling bad, first game back at home, everyone back healthy outside of of Capella, and they still can't do it. Another spot here yesterday that we liked a lot against a struggling Knicks team, and they lose by over 10 points or just around 10 points. We just – you've got to stay away from them right now. Yeah. Awful. Awful. They're one of the worst teams in the league, if we're being honest. Like, at this point oh, yeah
0: at this point for sure um but let's get to the positive we did cash three plays so we went ahead uh we went to starbucks our free coffee cashed easily he, right before the game you should have seen me and sarge we were furious we get <laughs> i thought i thought it was just like i couldn't believe it they were just fucking loose it, it comes out i've never seen a slight minutes limit before <laughs> It comes out right before the game. Amir Coffee. twenty-four year old. Amir Coffee is on a slight minutes limit. Um, and I, I, I me and Sarv were like, "What does that mean?" Like, you know, it is that like. And I told him, I still think he plays thirty. Like, uh, I think he ended with thirty-two. So yeah, I, we're not tripping on that. But twenty points, uh, smashes is over by almost double. Um, and then twenty-six combined points, rebounds, and assists, which was. Pretty easy, so we sweat free cash that in the third, and I say we keep writing it until the books adjust, bro.
1: Hundred um, percent, you, you got to keep writing it. And here's the thing, too, is the assist numbers. It would be interesting to go look at, at the assist opportunities yeah. that he had, but not a couple. He took okay. So on a team with Reggie Jackson, Eric Bledsoe, Marcus Morris, Marcus between, Morris. he took the third most shots and played the second most minutes. People don't understand what his role is right now. And it is a creator, which when, when you get a point from a you number from a dude that's playing 33 minutes, that's doing a lot of primary ball handling and creating, it's really hard for them not to get there unless they have a completely off shooting night. And their assist percentage is – or people aren't just hitting shots when, when they're passing the ball. It's so hard because the guy has so much usage and there's so many minutes – even And that's what we talked about, too. When we saw the slight minutes, it's like, I don't really care because even if he plays 28 minutes. Oh, you were kind of mad, bro. No, I know. I was mad because I was like, I don't want him to go out there and play 25 minutes again like last time. But I know. the just... spread was a lot closer in this one. We knew it was going to be a close game.
0: I hoped it wasn't, honestly.
1: Yeah, because San Antonio. But, I mean, whatever. I am mean, your coffee. It's just you, you ride it until Ride that- it. I would honestly keep hitting it until the point probably gets to like 14. 13 and a half, 14, 14 yeah. and a half. Like
0: I'm with you. And, and, and to continue to get his points, rebounds assists under 20 is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. Like that dude could literally score 20 points. Um, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Um, and I think it's important, right? Like we gotta be finding some of these props that like Yurtsevins cashed his rebounds in like 15 straight games. And it sucks because you know we're here. We should be on shit like that. But I think we have I think we have a cash cow right now in Amir Coffee. And we're gonna go get our free cup of coffee every single day until the books adjust. Um quick poop, great, real quick. Back. Uh last two recaps. Spurs minus no Spurs pick them. Uh got there. Felt like it was the right side they were winning for the majority of the game uh clippers made a little run for sure third and and early fourth and made it a little scary uh i actually started the fourth on a 12-2 run i was like god damn it um but we got there and then nuggets minus three and a half was the easiest cash so three and two um i did feel like i left a little bit of money on the board uh you know maybe we go raptors instead of hawks i did like the raptors and i was bummed i didn't hit them there outright win And they just – they honestly eat up the bucks. Um, And I loved how Nurse – like, I love how some coaches just aren't afraid to play their best players. And you saw that starting five basically played the whole game.
1: Uh, You know, like – 40 apiece. Huh? It basically played 40 apiece. Boucher would have played 40, but he didn't start the the first half. He started in the second half. Otherwise, he would have hit 40 minutes too. But, yeah, he just ran those dudes every second possible.
0: Yeah, and I loved it. And then I was glad – I I. Should have hit the Bulls, bro. I should have hit the Bulls. Uh, you know, back-to-back 30-point blowouts, inconsistent Boston team. DeMar and Vooch kept them in it, and Ao was unreal. But we talked about it. Ao was like the swing piece. And you're like, he does play good sometimes, but, you know, he's still a rook. Played amazing yesterday. And then what, what What did we say, bro? Right around that five, we thought it was just pure gambling. Cavaliers and Thunder Cavs go win it by five.
1: You knew that was going to be the score. You just knew it. Yeah, it was you know? right
0: around there and and there's no point. It was just a 50-50. And I think some people pushed it at five. Some people cashed calves uh minus four, four and a half, some people cashed thunder plus five and a half. Like it, you know, it all it all comes down to that would have been epic if you had like a a little a small little hedge with like a calves minus four and a half, thunder plus five and a half, uh, and where you grab both. But um that being mean- said.
1: I think, I think, too, Like we did a great job of, of our stayaways. Like, we said stay away from the Portland-Washington game because you just don't know what's going to happen with those two teams. And literally, it was such a shitty game. Like, two bad teams. Portland somehow pulls it off. Thank God, like, we didn't have any part of that game because that was just a shit show. Yeah, I, said, I was stay, never touching that game. We said stay away from Brooklyn Pelicans, and we said stay away from Philly-Miami. The Philly-Miami, Miami looked like they were going to win the game. Um, they were up
0: like – I was watching that first half and I was like, Miami's going to win this game.
1: Exactly. And that's what I was saying too. I'm like, oh, man, like Miami's going to win this. You you liked Miami. I'm like, that was a good call. And then all of a sudden you see Joel and Philly come storming back in the second half and I'm like, all right, just a good stay away. Like, I don't know. I thought we did a really good job on our lanes yesterday.
0: Yeah. Um, and and I, I'm with you, bro. I, again, I feel pretty locked in. Um and you'll, you'll always take a three and two profit day. But I, I did. I, it's always a little annoying when you, you think about really hard about a game. Like, you know, I thought about Raps, Bucks for a while. I thought about Bulls, Celtics, and you don't pull trigger. But then same time, you know, like I definitely leaned Miami yesterday. I almost hit him uh, at minus two when Joel got moved to question. I was like, all right, Joel's sitting. I'll grab keep my minus two. And then I was like, you know what? I, I'm just I already have five plays. I'm going to chill. Um, so I'm with, you You know, it, it's good play what you love and then live with the results, but we've got I knew,
1: Also, I like the Siakam props because he always goes off against Milwaukee and when he play, when they play small ball He just seems to fill it up in the stat sheet and he goes for 30 10 and 10, but You're Probably creaming watching that. I know, but I just I knew, you know, when you get have that feeling that someone is just yeah. I just felt it with him and he always goes off against Milwaukee and whenever he plays small ball five or like Chris Boucher's in there and they're doing a little bit of both. He always grabs rebounds and just – I'm just frustrated, but it. it doesn't matter. Yeah, I mean, you liked it, but you didn't push super hard for it. You yeah, because the, the rebounds were at eight and a half. That's what – I thought they'd be closer to seven and a half, um, and he ended up getting ten, but he had like eight midway through the third quarter, and I was like, gosh, darn it. Like, he's for sure going to hit it. And he slowed down a bit, but – Still got there. Yep. Yeah. Um. All right. We got a, we got a small
0: Sunday slate, but I got two plays on it bro and then we haven't even discussed props yet. So let's go ahead and get after this thing. We got the right in game, a makeup game, uh, Suns and the Detroit Pistons Pistons catching 11 and a half at home. Um, and I think this is just a spot I want to stay away from um, quite quite honestly. I know the Pistons have been playing decent ball and we actually had them last game, but there was a clear reason last game. you know it was Dwayne Casey. Who always, uh, always plays his former team tough? They were off a blowout. They were at home, um. So it, everything, uh, there are a lot of factors adding up to me saying, all right, take the points here today. Though I, I do think this this number is sharp, and it's gonna end right around here. Um, you've seen it. The Pistons have had a tendency to follow up really good games with really absolutely terrible games, and it's one of those things where if you get a locked-in version of the Suns and a even an average version of the Pistons. The Suns are gonna blast this Pistons team, but uh, at the same time, if if you if the if the Suns don't come locked in and the Pistons are you know playing to their capabilities, this game could go down to the wire. So for me, it's you joked about it yesterday, but I, I think it's one of those games where it's like, all right, the Suns either won by twenty five or this stays really close. Um, and, and for me, I, I don't want I don't really want to guess that.
1: Yeah. I don't want to guess the idea. It's basically the what was the the spread end of, or the line was at ten and a half I think, um for the Toronto game was it not or was it shorter than that?
0: Uh, I I had Raptors plus ten and a half, but it closed yeah. at ten and
1: a half. It closed okay. I mean, like on a neutral court, Phoenix is better than a point, um, or a point is more than a point better than, than the Phoenix Suns. But the Raptors, or yeah, than the Raptors. Sorry, I'm losing my mind, but um. Uh, it's just Phoenix is on a little bit of a road trip here. I, I, they blasted Indiana last game. I I don't think in any way they're losing this game, but you know, if they won by eight, nine, 10 points, I I think what I'm trying to say is I I lean Phoenix here. I think the most likely outcome is they, I think they win by more than 11 and a half, the majority of the time in this spot, but uh, I don't know if it's enough for me to bet it, but it's definitely a lean for me. Um, with Phoenix here today. I know Detroit looked good last game. I, I just, Phoenix is a different beast.
0: I feel you. Like I, I got no lean here personally, but I, I get it. You know, you looked at this Phoenix team in January, they've won plenty of games by double digits. And uh, I know the Pistons have shown up a couple games, but they're still among the worst in the league. So I get you. I get why you lean Suns. I personally, I got no lean. I got no lean. If, if you had to tell me to play side, I probably am with you. I'll go ride with the Suns, but. It's not comfortable for me at all. Yeah. Um, all right, <clears throat> let's get to the rest of the games. Um, I already locked Kings minus five, and I know um, we've talked about it before. When you get a team playing another uh, the same team uh, a second time and you lost the first time, you generally get a better performance. But in this case, I think five is just so far off from what it should be in the first place that I'll still go back to it at five. I would make this seven, seven and a half um and even based on last game i feel feel even more confident like the kings really they didn't really play all that well um but you could see when they locked in for stretches five six minutes they go on 10-0 runs 12-0 runs and then the rockets will make their way back into it but i just think five is short enough that the kings get there today you you just know what this rockets defense like you're going to be able to score 120, 125. And then it really just comes down to making sure the Rockets don't go, uh, you know, shoot 50% from the field. So I, I do think that the Kings win this by more than five the majority of the time. They were up 20 plus in the fourth uh, and let the Rockets back in early fourth. Um, and they only ended up winning by like 14 or 12 or whatever. But I think it's just more than enough cushion, you know, like I, maybe the Rockets show up today and play really, really hard. And they lose by seven still. Like, you know, like I I just think five is is too short here. Uh, The Kings are fighting for positioning. They know they got to get these games against teams like the Rockets, uh, especially at home. And and, uh, basically the same exact reasoning from the other day uh, applies. And and I'm I'm just (laughs) – Yeah, I get
1: it. The only thing that scares me is (laughs) same team, same place. You know, the Rockets have had two days to think about it in their hotel room or probably going out and raging in Sacramento even though there's nothing to do there. Um, but I think they're going to come out really, really trying to win this game. But like you said, when, it, when it's 48 minutes and it's the Houston Rockets defense, all you got to do or all you have to be is, is a decent team and you're going to put up a ton of points. And I just don't think the Rockets can keep up with with Sacramento. I think five and a half is, is tough for me a little bit. I don't know if I'd lock it in, but if I had to choose a side, I'm definitely choosing Sacramento. Come on, bro. What, what have the Rockets done to... I haven't done anything, honestly. They really haven't, but... just I, I don't trust Sacramento, and that's why the last time I said it, I think you might just have a better read on Sacramento than I do.
0: I watch um, a lot of Kings games, and they're yeah. not good. but the, But at home, like they are good enough, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's similar to the Pelicans where if the Pelicans are at home, unless they're playing an elite team, like, I think it'll be a close game.
1: They have and, great players, too. It's like Halliburton, Barnes, Holmes, Fox. Like, yeah, Holmes should be yeah. back tonight, too. Buddy, yeah.
0: Buddy sucks, but he absolutely drills threes. Davion is not great offensively, but he's locked down, you know? Like, there's just guys there. Chiosi, Ch- met too. Terrence Davis can get hot. Like, I just think – over the course of the game, you have too many offensive weapons for the Kings. They're going to go on offensive runs. And their defense has looked a little bit better lately. So um, I like the Kings to get it done here today. But I do like a prop that I want to run by you. A little sneaky here. But um, Jalen Green is from Fresno. I can pause if you need it, bro. You good? All right. So Jalen Green's from Fresno. Pretty close to Sacramento. I would assume a decent amount of his family was at the game uh, last night or two nights ago, played 32 minutes, took 18 shots, didn't shoot it well at all, but took 18 shots, most on the team, Uh, only finished with 11 because he went five of 18, missed 13 shots. But I think everyone that was there at the game last time is going to be right back again today, making the short trip over from Fresno. Um, And I think he's going to want to put a better performance on. I think you can count on, again, about 13 to 15 more shots. And you're getting the player prop today at 14 and a half needs 15 points. So um, I honestly like that. I know we, we go through props here at the end, but because we're on this game, I wanted to run it by you. Uh, what do you think about the, this low-key hometown game uh, and the 18 shots of, of usage last game?
1: Yeah, I didn't even know that he – I didn't know he was from the area. I didn't even realize that. Um, he, he How re- – or he might be from, like,
0: Modesto. No, yeah, he's from Fresno.
1: I knew he was from Fresno. That's right. Yeah, so he probably does have a bunch of family game. It took 18 shots, played 32 minutes. Damn, he shot horrible from the field. Holy smokes. I mean, yeah. he shot about as bad as you
0: can shoot from the field and scored 11 points.
1: So the props at 14 and a half? Yeah,
0: he'd need 15 points. I, I really think floor-base level, he's getting 13 shots.
1: Yeah, and the spread's 240, man, like – you're not he, he averages 15 a game just in general. So you're getting maybe a half a point of, of value just in, in, in just off variance. And it's a high it's I mean, this is probably we're not going to see a 240 spread in in a really long time. I'm just letting you know that right now. So if there's a game for him to do it and it's a hometown game for him, I do really like that. I think. You know, you are betting a little bit on him making shots, but when he takes 18, he only has to really make six. And Jalen Green goes to the line a lot. I I don't – like, a lot of people think with his game, it's kind of just jacking long-range shots and a lot of mid-range, but he will have a lot of games where he goes to the line, you know, seven times. He had a game against Denver a while back where he went to the line 14 times, but other than that, six times he went to the line, five, four, four, seven, so he's getting to the line a good amount. I do think that's a, a, a bet that um, I would support.
0: All right, bro. I'm glad I got your support because right, I'm officially playing that as well. I know you you probably – you don't like, oh, my God, lock button Amir coffee, but you like it. You like it. Yes. All right, perfect. Well, that is locked in. Um, sneaky home revenge game uh, – Not sneaky home revenge game, hometown game for him. Family's gonna be there.
1: He's got to knock down some more three. Like listen, he, he's, to this. Yeah, yeah. he's two for seven from three, one for six, then two for six, then oh for six, and one for six. They're gonna start falling. He, yep. He's he's a much better shooter than that. Exactly.
0: So I'm I'm with you. Let's get to the next game. But two plays on that game. Um, next game is the Warriors and the Timberwolves. I think we are aligned on this one as well. Give me the Timberwolves minus four and a half for sure today. Love yep. love the spot. Right. So we got. Um, we've got the Warriors missing Draymond, missing Steph Curry, uh, might be missing, uh, Gary Payton. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you see an Otto Porter sit or an Andre Aguinaldo sit closer to lock. Um, on top of that, you have the Timberwolves having not played since Tuesday, I think maybe Wednesday, regardless, they have had two to three days off. They lost two in a row. One was against a really good, uh, performance of the Pelicans at home and they still almost uh, you know, were able to withstand that. Like the Pelicans played really, really well in offense. And then the other was at Memphis um, against arguably the hottest team in the M- NBA. So you get two losses where it's not like they sucked. They just got outperformed by two teams that played the v- best version of themselves. And then you have a couple days to sit on this, come back at the crib, and play as Steph Curryless, Draymond Greenless, Golden State Warriors, you know you're going to get the best effort from the Timberwolves today. I definitely think there's more than one-and-a-half point difference. It's a long road trip for the Warriors that they're in the midst of. Um, I, I think just everything points points to the T-Wolves here. I'll take them at a very, very short number.
1: I, I was thinking about what I would set this line at. I, I think I would set it at six-and-a-half. Is that too much? I think I'd set it at six. Because – I get it. The Warriors played really well last game and they destroyed destroyed Chicago. That game wasn't close ever. Like it, it was done at halftime. But you now take Steph off the floor. I'm assuming Iggy probably sits he always does when Steph and Draymond are out. Maybe no Gary Payton. Minnesota is good, man. I I still don't think they get the credit that they deserve. Like they're they're a good, well-coached basketball team. And everyone's back, you know, like you look a lot of times if you're
0: just like like box score schedule looking and you see they've lost some of their games, Uh, but towards the end of December, they weren't healthy. You know, you have D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns all playing, and that hasn't even been the case. Delos missed a decent amount of games. Ant had COVID for a while. Then Cat had COVID. So they're, they're finally getting the guys back, and I, I just think, this is a wonderful spot for them. And, and then you still have Beverly too. You still have Malik, Jared Vanderbilt. Everyone is there basically. Um, I think Jalen is even back today. So I I, I wouldn't be surprised if the t Wolves win this by damn 25, honestly.
1: Yeah. I, uh, I think they win this game pretty handy. Like I said, if I had to guess, I think they win by like close to 10 points. I do. I just think they're the much better team and the line is really, really short so. and,
0: and the motivations there, you know, two straight losses and, and you sit on that. Um, We'll get to the props later, but I do want to get your your take on some of these Warrior props with, with no staff, Um, because you got Wiggins, Clay, and Poole all with decently low ish props given the usage as open. And, and we can go through that, but um, let's keep it rolling with the last game. So we got Kings minus five locked, Jalen Green over 14 and a half points locked, War- T Wolves minus four and a half locked. I think this is the first time I'm fading the Warriors. Um, But I think that, you know, this is the time. I think they'll get hot eventually when Draymond gets back, Steph gets healthy. This is the time to to fade the Warriors. But let's get to the last game, the Jazz and the Nuggets. Um, I'll tell you, you know, I I wanted before I knew the line that was coming out, I wanted to be on the Jazz today for sure, you know. They've lost a bunch of games, kind of similar to the Timberwolves, where you're getting a really good team that hasn't had their guys, now having all their guys back after a bunch of days off to sit on these losses. So I think you get a really good version of the Jazz here today. At the same time, though, the books are, are definitely, you know, expecting that because they're they're giving a major respect. They're making an eight point difference yeah. um, right now, which is, again, they, they were online. They're locked in with this. I think they're expecting the best version of the Jazz today. And, you know, for, for all of what I said, you look on the other side and, and it's still a Nuggets team that is going to fight and that you can't. Just because you're getting the best version of the Jazz doesn't mean you can just disrespect the Nuggets and throw them out the window. You got Nikola Jokic, um, and you saw their vibe. You know, they're they're getting bench production from Bones and Zeke. Jeff Green's playing really well. Aaron Gordon's playing really well. Monty and Will Will Barton are back. And then you got the MVP in in the center of it. So um, I think this line is fair. If this was Jazz minus two and a half or less, maybe even three, I'd consider it. But up to five, uh, I'm going to stay away, and I could easily see a Jazz – uh, win by you know two three four uh, at the end
1: yeah I'm gonna say about when I first saw the line I was like this this has got to be a game where where we take um, the Japs they're coming back they're healthy they've been bad lost a ton of games without Gobert Gobert's finally back maybe I, if I wonder what this line would be at if Utah hadn't had the stretch that they had without Gobert, you know? There's no way it's still five, right? I think it's closer to like six and a half. I think they get like nine and a half on a neutral court if they were still rolling the way they were and hadn't lost Gobert and had run through those teams. Because
0: I mean, that's a lot of respect
1: for the Jazz. I, 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 I get that. I just nine
0: – like this Nuggets team is not, you know, a bunch of idiots. I mean, it kind of is in a sense, but at the same time it's not um, – I don't know. I don't know. I, I really felt like this line's higher. Like, five is a lot. Like, you go back. Uh, let me check what they were, because they played in Denver without Rudy. Like I think they lost by eight or seven. The Nuggets? Right?
1: Well, they lost by six. Yeah. Yeah. They but
0: but what, what was the spread is what I'm curious about. Oh, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, they won by six, and the Jazz came into that game as a – See so yeah, see one and a half point dog, um, and they won that without by six.
1: without Gobert.
0: But that was with yeah, of course, without without Gobert. But still, you know, like with Gobert, it's five. Like I know Gobert is very very valuable, but it's a six point difference from that game. I, I think they're giving the respect to the Jazz today. Like they've moved the line in a in a way that is makes it very tough to bet on the Jazz. Is all I'm saying. I'm staying away. What,
1: okay. yeah, I, I think just talking through it, you're kind of getting me off the of jazz, but you just. It, I you think know,
0: they play great today, bro. But if five at home in, in Denver, like that team is a good team
1: in Denver. I know. They're coming off a back to back where they absolutely smack the Lakers. So you didn't get Jokic playing his full allotment of minutes or all these guys, you know, where you're scared about them being a bit tired off the back to back because these guys court. didn't play. So that was money. I was just watching Zeke they never look for him though bone shoots it every time. every time oh he, he was one away Legit-
0: from the franchise record he legitimately launches it every possession it, i know they were already winning and, and smacking it up but it's like bro there are there are four other guys and props he had a lot of them but like there are four other dudes on the court that dude was just in his own open gym um you got to give me the – I mean, you, are you leaning something? You can't just – I'm
1: leaning Jazz. I'll, I'll be honest. I'm leaning Jazz. Okay, that's fair. I, I'm not even
0: – I wouldn't even say I have a lean here, bro. Like, I, I love – I think the Jazz come locked in here today. But I don't know. Like, a, you have to be really good to cover a five-point spread in Denver. Uh-huh. In Denver.
1: Yeah, I know. And, and and I think Utah's that good. Oh, fuck me, man. What? Gary
0: ruled out. I love watching Gary, bro. He gets so many rebounds and steals and blocks. And alley-oop. I like
1: that for Minnesota minus four and a half, though. I do
0: too. I do too. But like, I wanted a Washington Gary today, bro. And I think Minnesota could have covered it even with him. Um. All right, bro. We only had four games today. I'm not ready to go yet. So uh, let's let's walk through some some props. I see your brain turning a little bit. I'll pull up the pro- like. You tell me a player to we can run through. I'm going do the yellow. i do yellow. Let's uh, let's check it out. It's loading up. Um, but again, I think it's important that we don't have bias, right? Like, what would you make the line? And we got to make sure that something like this
1: has value. Um, so Hamadu has been playing a ton of minutes. I've been watching a lot of Detroit games uh, outside of the Chicago game where they got absolutely waxed. He's been playing like 25 plus minutes. And he's taking a, a decent amount of shots. I would. Dude, I think. it Started like. What? Has the game fucking start? Dude, we're
0: retarded, bro. The game already started. I was like, I'm not getting any props for this game. Oh, did it? <laughs> yeah. We don't it
1: start at one o'clock.
0: No, dude, it started. At, it starts at 10. We're all talking about props. It's, it's literally about the tip any second. So we just got to move on from there. But uh, you can call it, call your shot now. The game hasn't started. If you want to, it's it's good. If if you're wrong, no one will remember it because they didn't bet it. If you're right, you can claim it on the pod tomorrow. So I would, would
1: set you? the line at ten and a half, and I would go over with Hami.
0: I would guess it's higher than ten and a half.
1: I don't think it is, bro. No, Last five games: twelve points, 11. Before that, I think it's right around ten and a half, and I would you might take you right. All right, let me uh, let me pull it up. Du
0: Diallo, over 13 and a half points, bro. Yeah, see?
1: Yeah, no thank you there. Yeah,
0: All right, let's keep it rolling with the games that we do have. I already gave you guys the Jalen Green point prop special. Um, I know, look, we're just getting cheeky because it's Sunday and we don't have a lot. Um, but De'Aaron Fox is in a groove, and I think uh, – I, I think I think the Rockets are, are a team that plays really well to his strengths because you don't have any good on-ball defenders and they play really fast. And then they don't really have – you know, Christian Wood can be a rim protector. Daniel Tice can be a rim protector. But it's not like they're elite rim protectors um, in any way, shape, or form. So you're getting a fast, up-tempo matchup for a guy who I think is heating up. He knows trade rumors are <clears throat>
1: The Rockets have no rim protectors. You can't say it. They have zero.
0: I'm just trying to give some, like, I'm not trying to disrespect Wood and, and Tice. But, yeah, they don't. And, and you're getting a, a De'Aaron Fox who, who thrives in those situations. So, he scored 27 points last game, 29 the game before. He had a couple bad games against Cleveland and Portland. But before that, scored 30 points in three straight games. You can get De'Aaron Fox today at 30, over 30, 30 and a half at plus 209. like. The dude had 27 points in three quarters last game. Like I I don't know that I'm gonna make this like an official play, but if you're trying to build a parlay, De'Aaron Fox at over 30 and a half plus 209, I like. If you want to really go ham, you can get him at like 35 plus 413. I know it's a lot, but um I, I like Eric Gordon props too, Jalen Green. Uh I think that's it for Houston Sack. Do you have anyone that, that you'd like?
1: No, especially on sacks. Sacks really tough because they have so many guys, and then you'll have games where Buddy goes in there and just hauls up 15 threes a game, you know? Yeah. So props for the Kings is really sketchy to me. Uh, if I would go to one, it'd probably be De'Aaron Fox points, like you said, just because he's been playing a lot better, um, actually making shots finally. Uh, so if you are going to go to someone, maybe De'Aaron Fox, that's about it.
0: And I think the Rockets are like 30th in – Points given up in the paint and dear, even when he's not hitting shots.
1: Dude, the Rockets are probably 30th in points given up in the paint, 30th in points given up from three, 30th in, in lack of turnovers, 30th in
0: everything, dude. Yeah, you're you you do not have fun. You're telling me you haven't had fun watching them this year? That's so frustrating. What about uh what about out in Denver, bro? You like anything out there?
1: See, that is
0: it's tough. You got two full score. Like, obviously, they have, they're missing MPJ and Jamal, but we've seen that for a while now. You, you really – it's just gambling, too. You know, every prop is right where they should be based on the numbers. Um, it's really hard to find an edge in that game. Unless-
1: Especially with a team like Denver, there's so much data on all those guys at this point that I feel like the books are pretty locked into what those guys should be at. Like, it's it's not like you have an Amir coffee out of nowhere where they just don't have data and they don't know what to do. Yeah. A lot of Denver, like Monty Morris, Wilborn, like those guys have been there for a while now. Like they're pretty locked into it. So yeah. for me, it really tough to try to get a, an edge with Denver and points props. Um, I mean, maybe Jeff Green. I, I doubt there's anything there, but he's been playing actually really well. Let me pull some stuff right, up. So what do you want to go points? Maybe points, rebounds, and assists. All right. What do you need like rebounds, assist assists to be to hit it? Let me look at something real quick. Because they, they do... So, Jeff Green last two games has played 30 and 28. They were both wins by over 30 points. So, I think you get oh, even a couple more minutes in a close game. He scored 26 against the Lakers and 19 against Portland. Um, then 12, 16, 18. You actually might get a big prop there. Uh, I didn't realize the three games before. I just saw the last two games. Um, but I don't know if his points prop is like... Under 13 and a half, I think it's something – if it's like 13 and a half or less, I think it's something that you could hit the over on. It's just – 12 and a half. I like the over, bro. I don't – it's definitely a lean for me. I mean, you got to look what he's done the last five games. 18 points, 16 points, 12 points, 19 points, 26 points. In 15 minutes against Sacramento, that doesn't count. 22 21 then 30 and 28 in the last two blots where they won by 32. He's now starting. Dude, oh, you, I I think that's something that's really interesting. And then you have uh you have young Jamichael out, right? So it's yeah. like Jeff- Michael's out, and <clears throat> so Jamichael's out, and Austin Rivers has been out too, which I think low key is helping his minutes a bit.
0: Yeah. No, 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 hundred percent. It's just you know, I've seen it now with Coos, but but it's low, you know, like the and, and the points rebounds uh, prop is is at 17 and a half.
1: And here are the shots with Jeff Green, too. It's not like he's – I mean, he is being very efficient, but it's nine shots, 10, 16, 11, 14. I mean, he's taken a ton, five threes, four, three, three. Getting shots up, the minutes are up in the right direction. 12 is a low number. He's scored 12 or more in the last five games. Yeah,
0: I, I think we're taking a good look at that one, bro. I really do. I like that one. I, I The thing is, like, I think even more so than spreads, uh, player props are more variant because it's just, like, you can get the required amount of shots and still not get there, you know? Like, it's – those are the fr- – like, Kuz yesterday, you got 18 shots. Six th- but at the same time, you can't let that discourage you. But
1: And also, though <clears> – <throat> Like with a guy like Kuz, that's still a big number. I know he's gotten there the majority of time, but there's a lot more variance with a guy like Kuzma at 32 and a half than I feel like there is for Jeff Green at 12 and a half points scored when the minutes are trending up and the shots have already been there. I don't know. I could be wrong. No, I don't
0: think you're wrong. I I think the the statement is it's just harder to consistently go over 33 than 13 for sure. Exactly. You know, um, I'm just saying I already have Jalen Green out. I only want to do one more player prop. So I want to get through it. And then we're going to, I'm going to go with, you know, our favorite one that we discussed, but. um, It
1: could be, it could be from Golden State because they have probably a lot of opportunity there with all the guys out.
0: And that's where we're going to go. So um, I think the big thing is understanding like clay, you know, because um, the last time they had were without Steph and Jerry, they played in new Orleans and they, they honestly looked God awful. I, I was on Wiggins props. I was on Poole's props um, and Wiggins actually got there. It was 20 and a half. He scored 21 shot seven of 17 from the field pool shot three or 14 from the field. Um, and, and just was in no rhythm. Herb, Herb Jones had him in jail. So I think that honestly, we, we have a couple like good looks because I like Jordan Poole over 17 and a half for that same reason um, of last time Seth was out and they called on him, he sucked. You know, that's in his mind. You know, it's human nature. Like I got to show him. So I think 17 and a half is, is definitely within range and and he's been playing really well. I mean, last game, he only played 28 minutes, took 19 shots, scored 22 points. Um, And then you also have Andrew Williams in Minnesota. I don't think it's a salty thing, but it's like, hey, like, I want to see uh, – I want you guys to see me with my new girl, like, I'm hooping type of deal. Um, it's at 20 and a half. He should probably take the most shots, probably just because of the minutes. But then you also have Clay, who, you know, they, they just said, hey, like, his minutes are going to be trending up. It's going to go more from, you know, 20 to 25. And you see these last couple games, Clay in, uh, in 20 minutes against Cleveland took 18 shots. In 19 minutes against Memphis, took 13 shots. In 20 minutes against Milwaukee, took 11 shots. Uh, I think you're going to get – Oh,
1: he's, he's getting them up, man. Like, every game I've watched, he is getting those things Yeah, and up. I
0: think he plays 25 minutes today. So, um, I, I don't hate his over 16-and-a-half. He's going to take 12-to-15 shots today. I'd rather hit
1: Klay Thompson over 16-and-a-half than I would Wiggins over 20-and-a-half. How do you feel about that?
0: It's hard because I think – the minutes are, are the minutes floor is much higher for Wiggins, of course. but the shots are obviously are going to be coming at a much higher rate. And that's the thing with Clay right now is like he has improved. You know, like he it's not like he's incapable of getting to the rim, but like a lot of it is just going to be jumpers. And he's clearly not the Clay of old of right now, and it's not really necessarily even fair to expect that. But like it just comes down to if he's going to hit the shots. I think he's good for 15 shots, honestly. Like I know, I know he only took eight, 18 uh, against the Cavs, and that was the first game, and he's only taken 13 and 11 since. But without Steph today, and the bump in minutes, I, I really like Clay over 16 and a half.
1: Yeah, I do too. I think that's a great number to like. Uh, I, I think Clay should be closer to 18. I, 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 I do too. I just think there's going to be a ton of shots there. I think they're going to lean on him a little more with no Steph and, and no Dre. I know Poole's going to get his. I know Wiggins is going to hit, get his. But I know they're trying to get Clay involved right now. Like, Yeah, and you know, like, sometimes the minutes
0: are there for a player and the shots aren't. The sh- Clay, whether he's in a rhythm or not, is going to get him up today. He's going to get him up today. So I really, the more we talk through this, bro, I, I really do like uh, hitting Clay over 16 and a half. Just needs to score 17 points.
1: And the thing with Clay too is it's not Clay where he's getting all the attention, right? Like it's not like they're running dudes at Clay to make sure that Wiggins beats him or Poole beats him. People aren't game planning for Clay. He's coming back from injury. Like they're just gonna treat him as another guy out there. It, it's not, you know, it's not like Clay Thompson is gonna have game plans run against him at this point. It's it's going to be just free flowing clay, like just playing basketball and getting as many shots up as he can and, and guys really looking for him. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think you could, you should also talk about Looney props against a big in town. So yeah, the fouls could be scary, but if he gets, if, if Looney is, you know, getting some low ball props, I think they're worth looking at.
0: It's just the normal with him over six and a half on the points prop. Um, over seven and a half on the rebound prop
1: so the rebound prop is up but let i mean like because we when i looked at this last time he had a stretch where he was scoring six or more points in almost every game so i know but it's six and a half today it is it's not five and a half. Mm-mm.
0: Six and a half. i like i'll like, lay off then and it's minus 122
1: yeah definitely lay off then you know the bounces up to seven and a half you gotta lay off of that too
0: I mean, literally, before Chicago and Milwaukee had scored six points in five straight games, you know, like that that's kind of his number. And, and I could see him getting seven points for sure today, but I think it's more so of a toss-up than anything.
1: Yeah, it's just a coin flip. And you don't want a coin flip on Kavon Looney points, I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
0: no. I, I was already nervous uh, enough in that one game when he got foul trouble. But um, – I'm with you, bro. I, I think we look take a good hard look at, at Clay and, and Jeff Green today. Uh, I think
1: my favorite is going to be Jeff Green at 12 and a half.
0: Yeah, it's just a low number. I,
1: I think it's really low, and the numbers are trending up. And he just played 28 or more minutes in two blowouts. I, he's taking a, t- a good amount of shots, like 13, 14 shots a game. <sighs> He looks explosive. Like, he has a couple banging dunks.
0: Welcome Jeff, I don't know where he gets his shit from, but he had heart surgery. He's, like, damn near 36, and he's still out here just hooping wherever he goes. Houston, he made an impact. Brooklyn, he made an impact. Now he's out in Denver hooping. So, um, I, I'm with you, bro. The, the more I think about Clay, though, it it is. It is uh, I'd definitely rather bet the over than the under. But at the same time, 17 is still a good amount of points and a a number that he hasn't reached yet. Let me make sure. Let me go through it. I want to make sure that I saw the thing right about his his minutes going up today.
1: Where did you see it on Twitter?
0: Yeah, Anthony Slater actually does a really, really good job um, covering us. Like, he gets the little shit that that us fantasy and uh, betters, that type of stuff, we want to know. Um, okay when I type Clay Thompson it didn't come up so I'm just going to go to the beat reporter yep I see it Steve Kerr said a day ago the plan is to bump Clay Thompson's minutes up on Sunday not a ton but up from 20 to about 24 25 but Kerr said it was important to see clay played 10 straight quarter minutes yesterday without any issues so yeah i think i'm gonna i'm gonna jump on jeff green and clay and suddenly we've got fucking five plays again on a sunday bro
1: hey we've been rolling we've been grinding i feel like we're very confident we're talking through all these plays like i don't think it's not forcing anything yeah like let's
0: let's recap before we head out so we can just make sure you know any last minute devil's advocate we can get out of the way clay thompson Over 16 and a half points. No Steph Curry, no Draymond Green. I know Dre doesn't take a ton of shots. We're getting a minutes bump, right? So naturally, I don't even know if the books, like maybe they've heard about it, but like, you know, he's taken 17 shots, 13 shots, and 11 shots, getting more minutes now. Like you said, Jordan Poole, Wiggins will be receiving more of the attention, and Clay can either catch and shoot or catch it. An attack off of that. They lean, they need to lean on him. Minnesota is not a terrible defensive team, but they're not unreal. So yeah, I think we we we're good there. Jeff Green, you talked about it. He's hit, he scored 12 or more in five of his last or six of his last six games, or something like that. No Jermichael Green at home, short, like it's 12 and a half. Um, Starting
1: now, minutes projected,
0: uh, uh, minutes trending upwards. If we don't get it, it's just because he shot terribly, but we're betting on the usage, right? And then Jalen Green, 18 shots in his last game. Sneaky hometown game. A lot of his family and friends are there. You saw a direct result of that in 18 shots. You already know you're on the right side of the variance, right? He's gotten – he's had a bad couple games. You know it's coming. And the thing, beautiful thing over there is – you don't even need him to shoot it like amazingly, you know. He can go seven of 18 and score 15 points today.
1: That's like, what I'm saying. A lot of these two on the line, even, even if some of these guys don't shoot particularly well, they can still get there with some of these lines, and, and that's why I like them, especially with the Jeff Green line and the Jalen Green line. Like they don't even have to really be that efficient, and they're still going to be able to get there.
0: Yep. Um, and then on the spreads, uh, we got Kings minus five, it's five and a half. I watched. Almost every minute of the last game, Kings scored at will. And then all it takes is a couple stretches where they get consistent stops on the Rockets. The Rockets honestly came back a couple times. The Rockets had a couple 10-0 runs of their own and still lost by 12. I just think there's a lot of cushion there with five. The Kings can fuck up for a quarter. The Kings can fuck up here. And ultimately, if they put together a good stretch, like a lot of teams do at home against this Houston Rockets team, they cover five. Last, lastly, uh, we got the Minnesota Timberwolves off of two straight losses, but both those losses, they honestly played well against teams that put up really good efforts. They've had three days off. They're playing a Golden State Warriors team who are without their two best players. And even without those two best players, it's still the Golden State Warriors. They get that respect. You know, teams aren't sleep coming into a game sleepwalking against the Warriors. They want to beat the Warriors anytime that you have a shot. They're back at home after three days. It's a short number at four and a half. It's just a similar spot to the Spurs or, or Lakers yesterday. Um, don't overreact to two losses.
1: You know what we should look at real quick before we head out of here? What? Is is there any for Trey Lyles? Bro, that game has started. Are you just trolling? Oh my, I forgot. I keep thinking it's starting at one.
0: <laughs> that, Bro, well, the game is a, like halfway through that first quarter. It's, but let me check the points for you um, so you can brag. If, if Hami, two points, one of one from the field. Uh, Trey Louse has not checked in the game. But um, if if Hami and, and Trey Lyle score a lot of points, you can definitely have that as bragging rights tomorrow morning. Um, thank you, everyone to tune, who tuned in. Uh, ended up getting five plays. Uh, on a four game (laughs) slate uh, at the end of this but we like like we said we're locked in and and we have reasons very strong reasons the the points prop they do scare me because all it takes is is a bad showing but i think there's enough buffer there with with all three of those guys with the amount of shots they take today um that with all three of those guys they don't even have to shoot it super well to get there uh, on all three of those so uh good luck with whatever you play sergeant i will be back tomorrow we're going to uh, keep the street going try and stay locked in for you guys good luck with everything you bet whether it be nba or nfl um and we'll, we'll talk to you guys tomorrow